Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez in the podcast room with Aaron Keller. We also have Zach Campbell. And joining us from Southern Region, we have Abby Zarnecki and Jan Nemec from Western Region. And we are talking about carp fishing today. Thank you, two, for joining us over the phone. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. And a lot of exciting stuff going on. Jan, you actually had the idea for this podcast. We usually do it around this time of year, but you were like, let's get it going soon because it is carp season. <laughs> so you have some big events coming up, right? Absolutely. We definitely do. Um, lots of exciting things. Um, I'm not sure if we wanted to hear from Abby how her carp rodeo went first, um, but I definitely have some really exciting things coming up uh, between a kid's event um, as well as a family-friendly event, and then a fly fishing-specific event or clinic um, dedicated to the carp. Nice. Okay, yeah, let's, we'll leave that little teaser for now, and we'll go to Abby first. So, Abby, tell us what you just had going on. So, we did our annual carp rodeo roundup at Prannigat National Wildlife Refuge. Um, and we have tons of carp that have taken over the pond there, and it's on the northern um, lake. And um, we do it every single year. Last couple of years, um, we did it virtually, but we still had everybody come out and register online and send in their pictures. It's always been a success. We do it the last um, weekend of April just so that everybody's ready to come out, and the water levels are the best. And weather's always pretty good down here for fishing about that time anyways. And so um, we definitely had our largest turnout. Um, it was wall-to-wall people, which was amazing. Um, they, yay! Um, what was that? I said, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And we actually had an amazing chef come out and take um, our first few catches and make cart tacos out of it. And I have to say... Um, if it is cooked right, this might be my new favorite fish. There was no fishy taste to it at all. It was just a nice, light, white fish. Um, he cooked it with cactus and made um, almost, it was almost just like having a chicken taco. Uh, it was amazing. Nice. That's always a point we like to get into in this podcast, too, that you can eat carp. And there you go. There's a perfect example. You can make <laughs> fish tacos with carp. Who knew? <laughs> right? Yeah. So how many people do you have come out to the rodeo? We had about, we had over 100 people. Um, wow. We actually had our most amount of people, but for whatever reason, we didn't have a lot of catching. Um, it seemed like they were uh, spawning, though, a little bit, and we did find them on the other side of the lake later on. So we did still do some uh, management and got rid of some of the fingerlings and stuff like that. But uh, catch-wise, it was a little slow, but definitely the best turnout and the best crowd we've ever had. Hmm. 100 people is still a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> only one little dam. <laughs> right. And for carp. 
Yep. And yeah, even, and for cars. And even though the event's over, carp fishing is something people could do anytime, right? Especially right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and honestly, with our water levels going down, it's even easier to see carp um, in where it used to be government wash. It's still a stream. They're still thick in there. Um, road access is a little weird. You might have to walk down a little bit to it now. Um, our water levels are dropping like every day, but that's typical of the spring. So it's just something you, everyone has to be careful of when you come out here and you try a different road. Um, and then the carp are numerous over by Hemingway Marina and uh, between there and Boulder Beach. So the fishing pier is not in the water, but you can still shore fish from that area. And there's definitely carp out there that will take some corn or some stink bait or something like that. Yeah, um, I was going to say, Abby, is there a way that you could explain some of the best techniques that you guys used this last weekend? Yeah, so we tried it a couple different ways. Um, we did a little uh, power egg uh, with the um, sweetened corn that I heat up and almost make like a sugar cherry juice corn out of. Um, and that's like some of the, Euro the Europeans that come out, that is their favorite way of making the corn as well. Um, and then uh, we did it with or without the floating, um, and so that's always good, especially if you see them swimming around um, closer to the top and not just off the bottom, and then that way that your bait's a little off the bottom too. You, uh, Aaron, you bring up a good point. One of the most fun things about some of these uh, carp fishing events is uh, seeing all the different recipes that everybody comes up with. It seems like everybody has their own special carp uh bait recipe and it's it's pretty funny to see all the different flavors that people swear theirs is the best and it's it's something that i think people get into almost as much as the carp fishing what is some of the craziest recipes you've seen zach um garlic uh jello <laughs> uh, strawberry kool-aid every kool-aid you can dream of grape is vanilla big. yeah vanilla gets put in there vanilla extract yeah. and who knows uh, how, if any of these work better than uh, the others, but it's just funny to see how <laughs> people get into it. Actually, the um, so when you're out there, it's usually pretty warm, and so you have your bait just sitting out in the sun, and, and the longer the bait sits out in the sun, and the kind of the stronger it gets, <laughs> <laughs> the better. Luckily, it sounds like a lot of these recipes are made up of, like, sweet things, like Kool-Aid and... Uh, Vanilla, that's gonna smell too, or right? have there been some pretty uh, smelly things out there? Oh yeah, <laughs> especially when it sits in the sun, it just smells. Even I guess better. you did say yeah. garlic. Yeah, so. I feel like they all have a sweet and sour kind of a flavor to it, though. There's always the sugar base to, to everything. It <laughs> Interesting. And yep. Abby, you saw a lot of fun recipes. Oh, yeah, we see everything from, like, homemade dough balls. Like, they were saying that, like, get heated up a little bit so they're a little harder. Um, sweet and spicy, so they actually add a little cayenne to the mix sometimes, too. Anything to, like, extra enhance the flavor. Yeah, when I um, – I, I remember when I first started going to the Carp Derby way back when, and I kind of went down a rabbit hole on YouTube and Google of, of carp recipes, and you can pretty much put anything with – something and uh corn or dough or and carp love it so That's yeah it's definitely a, a cool imaginary thing creative thing you can <laughs> uh, do with your kids or with 
your friends for sure. That's why I always like talking about carp fishing because not only is it the fishing itself, a lot of people have fun stories out carp fishing, but it's the recipe. Like there's so many things to get into the recipes. And then we were saying half of our fishing pictures or a lot of, I mean, we have a ton of fishing pictures, but a lot of the ones with kids just looking like they're having a great time is from our cart derbies definitely um one of the great things about well one of the great things about carp is that they're so such a hardy fish so for kids they can um they're a really good fight and then when they get them in you can take a lot of pictures with them and they're very hardy out of the water um in and out of the water kids kind of fondling them and then letting them (laughs) go and they all live so yeah basically just rolling them in the sand you know or freaking out of holding a fish that big so um you guys remember like three years ago at the carp derby at lahant my my little boy carried around the same fish for probably an hour and a half and <laughs> still able to release it and it swam off so yeah his new best friend yeah just dunked him in the water constantly so it, yeah they're they're a ton of fun for the kids Yep. It's a they great fish stuff. to get started with and to get people into fishing, uh, especially getting kids uh, really into it. Just like all these events that Abby and Jan do, it's it's just a great way to get the public out there fishing. For, yeah. sh- for sure. It's one of those events or one of those species that um, to get kids on big fish is carp fishing. It's pretty much the, the best one. Um, they're pretty easy to catch. Pretty laid back fishing. You don't have to go too crazy. Pretty light on equipment or cost to go out there. And then, uh, I mean, every year we see big fish caught on Barbie poles. You know, those little oh, three the little foot tiny Barbie little pink fishing poles or Spider Man poles. And uh, you don't need a whole lot of stuff to get out there and do it. And can't you go to some pretty surprising places and find carp? Like, it's not hard to find carp. Um, I remember no, they're just about everywhere. Yeah. Sure. In that yeah. Sure. What were you saying, Jan? Oh, I just I just pointing out, yeah, they're definitely everywhere. I feel like another really good point uh to point out uh is that they're drought friendly. A lot of times uh they're not affected by the uh the low and warm water as much as a lot of our other game fish. So they're um they're almost always available. So looking at low water years, it's a great option. That is a really good point to make. Um, And we've talked a lot about how it's fun for the kids, but it's really fun for everyone. I remember a few years ago, we had the record-breaking carp out of Virginia Lake in Reno, and that guy was so passionate about carp fishing just because of the, I guess, the chase. (laughs) Is that the chase or the 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 fight for it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they would sit out there and fish for him all night, every night. Yeah. And the other cool thing, and Jan could probably speak to this a little bit, is um, carp don't mind shallow water. And so with a lot of fish, when you catch them, they'll go down. But if you catch a carp in shallow water, it's almost like a bonefish type of a catch where they go out away from you. So fishing for them, like with light tackle or fly gear, um, can be a real challenge. And, uh, Absolutely. Everybody loves to hear their drag um, squeal and scream. Um, or seeing, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, ripping line off a reel, there's nothing like it with the carp, that's for sure. That is for sure. It's yeah. super fun, too, because, uh, you know, in that shallow, wa- when they're in the shallow water, uh, you can spot fish for them, too. So you can see them, and, and you can see, oh, man, look at that huge carp over there. Um, compared to a fish that 
it only hangs out in the deep. You can kind of sneak up and cast right there and, and uh, see the whole process of them coming and getting the bait and then you setting the hook and them running. It's it's a it's a really fun thing. It is. Absolutely. And I'm trying to tease. I want to keep Jan's events for the second <laughs> half. But, Abby, it sounds like you had an awesome turnout. Is there any pictures that you happen to get that we could post on social media? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we have tons. Um, everyone came out from uh, Moapa Desert Wildlife Refuge as well. So we had uh, lots of cameras. Or pictures being taken of everybody so i'll send those right over awesome we'll yeah, post those event. inspiration and then before we wrap up any favorite memories at the carp derby or the um carp rodeo yeah there's like there's a couple families that always come out and that's like the best part is just seeing all the families that and seeing the kids grow up year after year and they're coming out like yeah like Keller said with the Barbie pole to start and then they start, you know, they win the big uh, fishing pole. So now they have a real fishing pole and they're a little older and they're catching. Um, and then actually we were sponsored by uh, the win organization and some of the regulars also won kayaks. Nice. So that was pretty neat. Yeah. So now they could be out there on kayaks fishing. Exactly. They're becoming extreme anglers at this point <laughs> the next level yeah well i think that does it for the first half but we're going to be right back after this quick break you're listening to nevada wild If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we are talking carp fishing. We have Zach Campbell here. We have Jan Nemec. We have Abby Zarnecki. Um, talking about carp fishing and um, right before the break we heard all about Abby's carp rodeo down in southern Nevada. Jan you have some upcoming events in western Nevada. Yes 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 we do. Um, exciting. We're starting the season off right this year. Uh, first Saturday in June completely dedicated to kids and carp. Uh, we talked a little bit about all the fun we have at the event but it truly is I, I don't want to put a label on a favorite event, but might as well. It's my favorite event, um, for sure. And I think most of the folks on this call would probably agree as well. Um, kids, tons of kids, tons of carp. Um, we do everything we um, can inside the law to make sure that it is a productive fishing day. So kids catch a lot of fish. Um, there is a lot of fish caught. Um, that is out at Lahontan Reservoir, uh, again, the first Saturday in June. So June the 4th, um, we fish in the morning early from 8 to 11 a.m., and awards follow um, right after. We've got a few different age groups set up for that, so um, lots of winners, lots of prizes, lots of fish, um, and lots of kids. That one we are, um, I don't know if I want to say unfortunately, we are definitely having to, to keep the numbers down a little bit on that one this year, so we are asking for a pre-registration um, it, uh, a few years ago, it, it went real big, um, and it, uh, it was a, we kind of outgrew our spot there. So um, 
instead of uh, uh, really um, limiting it, we wanted to offer more this year. So in addition to that event, we've got some other ones to talk about in a minute. But um, that one, we again, are asking for pre-registration for. Um, and again, first Saturday out at LaHonton. It's on the Churchill County side, so right there um, next to Fallon or just uh, south of Fallon there. Um, great event. Um, everything about that is so, so much fun. And that one, we actually we talked earlier about some of the baits that we use, but um, we actually offer a, a quite the variety um, of baits. I think this year we have uh, Tang Orange, Kool-Aid Cherry, Kool-Aid Grape, and if I'm not mistaken, there is a tropical punch in there. Um, and there may or may not be a dab of vanilla in with the tang, because um, I read something somewhere that it was magical. So <laughs> we have uh, lots of equipment out there for people to use if you need it, but certainly for the most part, it's a pretty dedicated group um, with their own equipment. And again, we, we do everything we can to make sure that that is the, the most productive fishing um, possible. Um, anybody got anything to add? Stories on that one? I just like all those different flavors. Do you have to keep the kids from eating the bait? <laughs> <laughs> That's I was like those so no, delicious. No, <laughs> I, I almost think that, yeah. I, uh, it's with the amount of Kool Aid that's in them. It's uh, it's hard to, to not sample them. It's like Costco going around and getting your little sample cups. <laughs> 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 yeah. And that's the day For use sure. beach, right, Jim? Sure. Are we doing it in the same spot that day use? Yep. Okay, you got okay. it. You got it. It is at the day use area. Um, they have made some improvements to that. So um, we have expanded, um, or they have expanded the parking in that area. Um, so we've got a little bit more room um, to, to grow this year, um, for sure. And that's right down by the dam, correct? Yeah, you got it. Perfect. You got it. Um, right there where the Carson River comes um, out. Um, Again, just south of the Fallon side. So not the Fernley side, um, or the, excuse me, the Silver Spring side. It is, the, um, I would call it the east side of the lake, the northeast side. And how do people register? Because people are going to be hearing okay, this right that, now. Yes, we will have that on Facebook, I am sure. And it will be posted um, as well on our calendar um, on our website. Okay, so one more time. That one is on June... Um, it's that first weekend of June, right? You got it. It's, it's always historically been that first Saturday in June. Perfect. And then you said for people who don't register in time for this one, we have another. We have an entire another event for people to we check out. Definitely do. Um, we have, and actually, we have a couple um, events. Um, we have partnered with Truckee Meadows Park Foundation. Um, to put on a couple different events. Uh, the first one um, is actually Friday, uh, June 17th, and that one is going to run from 6 to 8, maybe a little bit later if you decide to stick around and fish. Um, but uh, we have uh, brought back the um, introduction to fly fishing for carp. So we've talked about baits and different fun things that you can use um, to catch carp um, with spinning rods and, and with baits. Um, but there certainly is a whole other world um, for fly fishermen um, with carp. So, um, Aaron, yes, you talked a little bit about bone fishing. Um, that's probably the most, well, one of the most popular saltwater species um, or most prized um, saltwater species for fly fishermen. And we really have um, kind of the desert version of that um, everywhere. Uh, the carp is about the closest uh, fish just as far as, um, 
with how they eat and how you catch them and how it's a visual game. I think, Zach, you pointed out, um, it's just an incredibly exciting fish all the way around um, to just fish for. Um, and that's not even once you hook them up. Um, so fishing for them can be incredibly challenging. Um, I wouldn't ever call it easy at times with the fly, um, but it is very, very rewarding because um, a, a big, big fish on a fly rod can, can wreck you. So um, it, uh, it is tons and tons of fun. So that Friday, 6 to 8, uh, June 17th, um, there at the Rosewood Nature Study Area. Um, that is an address I got 6800 Pembroke Drive, uh, right off Veterans Parkway there. Um, all of those ponds have carp in them, and they are open to fishing. Um, not all of them open to fishing, but they all have carp in them. Um, there are quite a few of them there uh, that are open to fishing, and we are going to have a blast. Um, teaching people how to fly fish for them there that night. Um, should be a really, really, really good time. Um, and that's kind of a kickoff or a lead-up to uh, the Saturday event. And that one is going to be um, the following day, so June 18th. Um, we are fishing from 9 to noon, and that is the family carp derby. Um, so we've um, certainly um, kept the kids' uh, side of that one there, but are kind of opening up to more of the family. We really want to encourage... Um, both young and old to come out and learn how to do it. So uh, we'll have folks there teaching people how to, um, that Saturday, in addition to that Friday, we'll, we'll have people kicking around, answering questions on how to fly fish for them, as well as um, offering and sharing their tips and tricks for um, bait fishing for them. So we'll have um, lots of people there to, to just kind of um, encourage and share the excitement for carp. <laughs> Nice. And we were actually saying people might be surprised how big of carp they could find in these areas. That is for sure. Um, I think we just we just did a little work to find out how big um, the largest carp in Nevada um, has been caught, and it's been recent. I think, actually, did you actually see the fish? We had pictures of it. Right when it happened, we were sent the pictures. Um, Travis, our fisheries biologists actually went out and took the photos and it was 35 pounds three ounces out of virginia lake which if you picture virginia lake people don't realize that's those type of fish are living in there and that's huge yeah <laughs> I, and, and, and you know in all honesty this just calls about carp but I, I i was walking um walking the lake and a uh, gentleman fishing for bass there uh, a few years ago uh, caught a giant trout so uh, virginia lake is a apparently a, a well-kept secret because um, you don't see a lot of people fishing it, that's for sure, but there's truly some giant giant trophies in there. And the coolest thing about the second carp derby is uh, that water is linked to Virginia Lake, so it's possible to uh, maybe break the record uh, coming up in the event. And we were talking earlier, but, you know, the, the record, the, the fish that's going to break that record is out there in the water. You know, we're just, just waiting oh, for someone absolutely. to catch it. You talked about the marina earlier. I swear I've seen fish that are 40 pounds in the marina. There's, there's got to be some some record breakers in there. No, I agree. Zach, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I fish for carp uh, pretty often. I'm, I, uh, I enjoy it, and especially bringing 
uh, my kids to go fishing and stuff like that. And there's a lot of different techniques like we were talking about. What's your favorite technique to use? Um, I like to take, so say you your main line that's coming off the uh, rod, uh, put a, a barrel weight or a bullet weight and then a swivel. And then I'll have a leader that's, uh, you know, maybe a foot and a half, two feet. And then a smaller hook. Um, and I'll use corn, but remember that, you know, carp may be huge, and we're talking about how big they can get, but they have small mouths. So you want to have, like, a, an undersized hook. Um, the last carp derby, I switched to a small circle hook. I usually don't use circle hooks, but um, it worked out really well, especially with kids. So you just... Uh, put bait on it, cast it out there with a circle hook, and then there's there's no need to set the hook. So uh, the carp will pick it up and just kind of uh, swim off and, and hook it itself. So that helps really good with it with uh, kid fishing events. So we'll have some of those circle hooks at, at the event that people can borrow and a ton of other equipment uh, that we can lend out at uh, both of the events. So say someone can't make it. These events sound awesome, but say someone just can't make it out. Jan, do you have any um, information on where people could go for great carp? I mean, we've covered it a little bit, but where people could go for great carp fishing if they miss these events? Absolutely. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, you can find just about everything as far as um, rigging and help with with equipment, um, uh, the world of YouTube, uh, there's there's lots of stuff out there to, to at least get you headed in the right direction. Um, when you need a place to go, we obviously have plenty um, around the state, uh, specifically Western. Um, you know, we talked about Sparks Marina. I would say that that definitely has some of the, the larger fish. Um, I don't know. I don't think those are the easiest to catch. Um, at least through my experiences. I don't know, Zach, would you disagree? I um, think it's giant a, fish, but they're they're not easy. I see people catch some pretty big fish out of there, but yeah, it is okay. the, the fact that it drops off so quick, you know, um, it, it is a little more difficult to fish, I would say, than other areas. And we were talking about how earlier, how carp hang out in shallow water as well. There's just not a, it's, it's not the same as like a real shallow uh, uh, lake or reservoir. It, it is a little more difficult. But the payoffs there, I mean, they're gigantic. It mm-hmm. almost creeps me out a little. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> how big are these carp? <laughs> Good size when you're walking. A lot of times, if you just pay attention, I feel like to the, to the, to the water walking around the marina, you, you can find some, some pretty hefty fish, that's for sure. Especially around the fishing that's dock, too. Sure. You can get out there and really, Absolutely. really um, see some big I, fish. Some other areas, I, I, some favorites, I... Uh, probably getting trouble for giving up but you know the the Truckee river has got some excellent carp fishing and um not a lot of people talk about it so going east of town um even more so uh, mustang and going east of that uh looking for uh that the, the still water so the water that uh no bubbles no rocks it doesn't look much like a river more like a ditch um that's carp habitat um so there are some very very large carp um, in the Truckee River, kind of presents a different uh, different game too. So you different type of fishing because it's definitely still moving water. Um, however, uh, it's not moving very quick. So kind of a different style of fishing. But that definitely some good fish in there. Um, you know, I think some of the, the easier spots to find them that that I you know I I don't think any fishing is ever easy. Um, that's why I guess why it's fishing and not catching, right? 
But uh, La Houghton is a great place where we're having the reservoir. Um, so a lot of those beaches, uh, the shallow sandy beaches, are, are that, that prime territory, that prime water that Zach was talking about. So La Houghton has uh, a ton of that. Um, you know, Topat Lake has a fair amount of that. Um, so headed south of us. There's also some really big fish in Topaz. Um, you know, springtime in the inlet, there um, there's some giant fish around. Um, or maybe not spring, but uh, early summer. I guess it's not a coincidence yeah. that, that? Uh, I said, I guess it's not a coincidence that where we hold our carp derbies are kind of the Good top spots spot yeah. to look for, for yeah, carp. Yeah, it's right? definitely so. the top spot, yeah. yeah. And um, we only have a couple minutes left, just a little bit of time here, but Abby, are you still there? Anything else you want to add before we wrap up here? Yeah, just that it's really awesome. Um, when people partake in all of our carp rodeos, it gets everybody together and we get all the carp out of these waters where they're just tearing up vegetation for other fish or wildlife. So um, it's not just about fishing sometimes, it's also about helping out the environment. So I think it's a great family project for everybody. Exactly. And then Jan, um, the second carp derby that we talked about, is there registration for that? Um, so we will have more information posted um, up uh, on registration. Uh, more registration is our information on registration is coming. Perfect. So keep an eye out for pictures from Abby's event, and then we'll be posting information on our upcoming events. Thank you both so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Of course. And that does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Get out there and carp fish. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.